Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. for dinner this is jeff and kelly uh scary movie month is moving right along starting with the 70s into the 80s into the 90s and now finally here in week four we are in the 2000s the aughts the aughts and if there is anything that the aughts are going to be remembered for in the annals of, of horror history is torture porn and Japanese horror movie remakes. Mm-hmm. So in this case, <laughs> we'd both seen Saw. All we actually did Saw for one of our first yeah. episodes. <laughs> in last October, one of our first movie episodes was Saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've both seen The Ring. So mm-hmm. it kind of came down to like the second tiers of each. Mm-hmm. You know, where in that case, it's like with if, if Saw is the first tier, then the second tier was probably like Hostile. Mm-hmm. And then in, in the the j horror remakes you got the ring Mm -hmm. as like the topper one so this week we are doing the uh, 2004 supernatural horror film the grudge (laughs) like i said we had both already seen saw we'd both already seen the ring Mm -hmm. this one uh movie i had seen you had not i had not had not the ring was actually the first horror movie that i went and saw in theaters with my friends nice like without any adults yeah it worked uh Did it work on you guys it's some of some of the people in the group yes <laughs> i was not as affected by it okay for whatever reason it was <laughs> i don't know i mean sometimes just different styles of things just hit people differently or yeah. it's like to some folks They'll see something and it's crazy spooky and to someone else they're like that's the funniest looking thing i've ever seen what are you talking about yeah <laughs> like it just it, it just doesn't work sometimes yeah i mean it was definitely like i i was scared in the moment essentially uh-huh. but it didn't have like a lasting effect on yeah, me yeah there were no lingering not like fucking zombie land of all fucking <laughs> movies um so in terms of seeing it for the first time obviously you are uh, much less susceptible to its uh, wiles, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as an adult mm-hmm. woman mm-hmm. and not like some little teenager going to see this in a movie theater. Because 2004, uh, I mean, I was 15. You'd probably be 15. Mm-hmm. Not that young, like not so much that it would be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but it would still probably work its its magic if indeed it did hit that for you because like for myself i i recall definitely having at least like a couple of weeks of of 
not like full on terror or like nightmares or anything, but definitely those feelings of like, cause I, I was living in the basement at that time. Yeah. Like that was my bedroom was the basement. So like mm-hmm. coming up from the deep, dark basement or going down into the deep, dark <laughs> basement, like there would definitely be little moments of like, Oh, I don't know. That yeah. face, you know, like, oh, it just like pops into your head and everything. And it you know, gives you a little bit of like a ooh, uneasy feeling. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I was sitting there like, Kayako is coming for me. <laughs> She's coming down the stairs. Like, no, never, never to that extent. Yeah. But it definitely, you know, it was just the the way that it was put together as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I, I was able to appreciate certain bits of that on this viewing. Mm-hmm. But it like a thousand percent did not. <laughs> hit uh any of the marks that it did when i was younger yeah i can definitely see it if i had seen it closer mm-hmm. to when it came out i have a feeling that the grudge would have definitely hit and lasted longer for mm-hmm. me than the ring yeah Just- i mean the, there's some distinct things because like as much as they are very much similar like uh i, I think they're called Owen yo or something i forget i i saw it in some of my half-assed research (laughs) um but like just the like traditional like long black hair woman or girl Mm -hmm. japanese ghost like that's Mm -hmm. that's to them what you know it's like we have like woman in a white dress exactly that kind of stuff like Mm -hmm. it's it's just the cultural thing where it's like that's that's what's spooky and that's what gets to people Mm -hmm. and uh it definitely crossed the ocean Mm-hmm. To me, like it, it worked. It wasn't something where it was like, why do they find this so spooky? Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just it is in fact like a sort of inherently creepy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does do some things very differently than the ring does in terms of like sort of ghost powers. Yes. That probably helped make it so affecting as a kid, but then watching it now makes it just like uh infuriating is too big of a word <laughs> but just like annoying i guess is 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 a is a close enough word for like the the, the true feeling mm-hmm. but it's like in terms of like a story and watching a movie like i've i've come to grips with the fact that uh most like ghost movies are never truly going to scare me again mm-hmm. like not even in like a cuz i'm so tough yeah. kind of way but just, just it just doesn't. It just can't anymore. Like it, as a kid, I was probably more susceptible to it than most kids. But it did not grow in the same ratio as I did. Or mm-hmm. like it, <laughs> it, it dropped away, and it just, it just doesn't really work anymore. So it's really more of a case of like watching it as a almost study of like how do they go about getting their scares Mm -hmm. like understanding how it works and knowing that it did indeed work on me at a time and therefore worked on probably lots of people at the time Mm -hmm. i mean it was a relative like hit movie yeah i think it said at opening weekend it grossed 39 million which was the first time since uh what did it say here house on haunted hill in 1999 to like top the Halloween box office of it actually being like a scary movie, I guess, nice. which is like such a bummer. Yeah. That all really those is. other years that there's some other movie that's taking the mm-hmm. crown during October. Like, come on. Scary movie month. Come on. Yeah, that's you literally the thing. point, you idiots. God. I definitely noticed a lot of stuff that like, it's not that I didn't notice it as a kid, probably. 
it's just that like i'm assuming that the scarier parts working so much on me distracted me okay. from how borderline confusing this movie is i have so many questions like oh the the <laughs> can we just should we just get into it so that we can try and unravel this we definitely madness? can like i understand <laughs> like uh, uh, most of my things are not even a, a a question of like what is happening in the movie because i already knew ahead of time kind of how this thing plays out mm -hmm. so i'm very much interested in the kind of questions that you have in terms <laughs> of seeing it for the first time and not having its like uh, haphazard uh, editing kind of masked by the fact that you're like sitting there like, oh, I hope, I hope they give me a little bit of break from the scary. Like, mm -hmm. I hope it's not too scary right now. Where instead you're like, okay, that was a spook moment. I got that. Yeah. Moving on to the rest of the movie mm -hmm. and watching it with such like a sort of sober eye. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not scare drunk. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm I'm definitely excited to hear about that. I mean... I don't even know exactly where to start. It's so weird to, to to see the beginning of a movie and be like, this isn't where anything is starting. Like, what is going on? I like, <laughs> oh, my God, that was such a random spot to start. Like, I, I especially in retrospect. Yes. Oh, my gosh. OK, so <laughs> like I understand wanting to start with a hook. Start with a bang. Yeah. Yeah. Like something like is going to keep everyone asking like what the fuck just happened. Right, right. I get that. <laughs> but this was so fucking random. Like there were so many other little things that they could have shown for that first opening little bit. Yeah. And then come back to. First person you see on screen is Bill Pullman. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, here we go. And the first thing that he does is throws himself off his balcony and kills himself. Yeah. And he is dead on the ground, and his wife has the strangest non-reaction I've ever seen in a movie. Like you'd think, it like was... obviously, there's there's different ways people react to stuff, and some mm -hmm. people just like go into shock, yeah, or you know their reaction isn't as big as you know a movie might make you think. But the fact that she literally is just like looking down at his corpse, like oh, like no, like, <laughs> no, no screams, no like no, no crying. no crying, no nothing. Literally, just like you ex sort of expected this to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, today, today's the day he does it. <laughs> like that's so grim. Um, but yeah, like knowing ahead of time, like I, I realized I really wanted to, to like hear how you kind of, uh, like uh, how you experienced the storyline of this movie because in my head I was like. I know that this goes somewhere else and that there is, in fact, more Bill Pullman in this movie, despite the fact that he just killed that, himself. That was confusing as fuck. Um, I was like, that's it's awful. The thing that I remember him for is the dad in Casper. I mean, that's a, that's a perfectly respectable <laughs> Bill Pullman role. Uh, but, um, it, but it's the fact that it's Bill Pullman. Mm -hmm. Like if, like, if hey, that had been, I know that I know that actor at least a little bit, which is a lot for me. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> clearly this is someone that we are meant to like. You don't get Bill Pullman <laughs> for the one scene, no line of dialogue, kill yourself moment at the top of your movie. Yeah. So the fact that he does it, like if you're not expecting that this movie plays with time as much as it does. I you're was just so like confused. Why? Yeah, you, I'm, I'm sure you're just sitting there like, why? Mm -hmm. Why did he do that? 
Another thing that I definitely remember from seeing this movie is that of like, despite all the things that work for it, that moment always got a laugh. Him tossing him, yeah, himself? Him, him just over the thing. Just because it's so absurd. It's out of nowhere. It's the very beginning of the movie. I completely, like, I normally hate mm-hmm. people who laugh at horror movie stuff. Because it's like, just fucking deal with yourself. If that's how you react to scary movies, maybe don't go see scary movies and ruin it for everybody. Yeah. By laughing the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if or it's like, oh, it's a nervous thing. Like, well, you know try what? Try and keep it to yourself. Yeah, try and fucking hold it down. Like, I'm sorry, but it just, it wrecks it. Yeah. But that moment top of the movie no explanation bill Pullman just like well and over the thing <laughs> that's absurdity in yeah. its finest and it is hysterical <laughs> and it definitely like it sets a weird tone for the movie where you're like yes. okay so that was supposed to be like horrifying but also i don't know anything about what just happened also it was kind of funny <laughs> like <laughs> what do you get in that movie where are we headed? Yeah. I'm- also thought it was funny just before, like just before that scene when they're doing the, I, I don't even think they were opening credits. It was just the screen with titles mm-hmm. where they kind of just explain the concept of this like curse. Yes. Where it's like when someone dies in a fucking rage and blah, 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 tied to the place and the curse does whatever and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Like, I was wondering if maybe it was done because of, uh, because it was like a a thing in Japan. You know what I mean? Like this kind of thing is like mm-hmm. a, is that we all know shorthand. Yeah. So we kind of need to explain it to you guys. So we're going to mm-hmm. give you this kind of real quick before the movie, <laughs> not even a voiceover, just some words to be like, this is what we're dealing with. Okay, let's go. Yeah. And then later, the detective describes it anyway. And yeah. I was like, oh, wait a wait, minute. Then why did, what, what did that matter then? Why'd you need to give us those yeah. titles? I did like a lot of stuff about it in terms of transferring it from Japan to America, though. Because mm-hmm. every other Japanese remake was, you just grab everything and you set it in America. And now it's the story and it's in America now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so fucking cool that they set it in Japan. Yeah. That they didn't just, they just drag they, it they over. They took the Americans and put them in Japan. <laughs> exactly. Instead of taking the whole movie and mm-hmm. making it American, which is cool, too, because the people who play the family of ghosts are mm-hmm. the same people who played the family of ghosts. Oh, that's In the fun. original movie. I didn't know like, that. Yeah, like they kept those people because it's like, hey, those are your roles. That's yeah. Because the director is the director. I don't know if you noticed that in the opening credits, but like the guy who wrote and directed the movie in Japan directed this version. Gotcha. So that is also really cool. That is. And he mentioned that he liked the, the idea of it. I feel like I should fucking say his name. Takashi Shimizu. Shimizu. Uh, he liked the concept of doing it because it was like oh i can like fix some of my mistakes mm. things where i watched the movie and i was like oh i could do that better and now i get a chance to do it again like that's fun like that's a Aww. really cool like concept yeah and uh considering that the original movies again half-assed research but considering that the original mm-hmm. movies uh were fairly low budget mm-hmm. it made a lot of sense in retrospect because <laughs> i had like a billion notes about this but i was like they are ringing the fuck out of this exact set scare setup mm-hmm. of like someone coming in the front door of this exact same house and coming up the stairs and wandering <laughs> down the hall and going to this back room and all like almost I think there were like three in a row that was literally <laughs> basically the exact same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, fuck, if those if this is kind of really based on that original movie. 
And if it is indeed as low budget as it as it sounded, mm-hmm. then it's like that's kind of an ingenious way to be like, we don't have a lot of sets. Yeah, we can. We need to use. <laughs> we this got this sets. one house. <laughs> yeah, we got a house. And fucking we need to get like five or six different sequences out of it. A couple of them are going to be the same. Mm -hmm. And so doing it the way they did kind of like it was like, oh, that's actually ingenious. Yeah. In retrospect that they did it that way. But there were times where I was like, I am wondering how confusing this is for Kelly right now. Watching these same people go through the exact same motions (laughs) in the exact same set at times that were indeterminate sometimes <laughs> where you were like that, wait when that, yes it was a roller coaster <laughs> it's I, a it's it's a tough movie to kind of talk through yeah because once you know how all the things happen at least to me i forget how the movie presented it yeah you know what i mean where it's like i know what happened before it's, it starts with yoko right showing up getting lured to the attic essentially yes when it was happening i was like oh my god is this movie really gonna do it like i thought i was like it might be affecting me like for real Mm -hmm. because i got just that that like little bit of like settling in the stomach when she's just looking at the ceiling and then you hear the noises and you track it along the ceiling and then you hear the like thump Mm-hmm. right behind that slightly open door mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's brilliant and terrifying and it's like right there and you know she's gonna go for it so my god i was like is it working is it really doing it and then when she goes up with the lighter and it and like the ghost attack happens i was mm-hmm. like oh that didn't that didn't work the way that it that it did before Damn. <laughs> like i i still love i made a note of it because of how much i love it i love the fact that her face is back there before they do any kind of like you know mm-hmm. she's like up there with the lighter and then you can just kind of see oh that's spooky as fuck yeah mm-hmm. like that is an affecting image mm-hmm. and that's sort of what the movie kind of does best it has a lot of great horror movie images yeah It's not a particularly great story. (laughs) And unfortunately, because of the way that it's told, like how chopped up it is and how much you go from like one timeline to another timeline back to the first timeline. Sometimes you don't see Sarah Michelle Gellar for like 30 minutes of the movie. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I thought she was the lead character in this movie. Yeah. It's like, well, hold on, because we got to go back and we got to see Clea Duvall and her husband. And then we also got to go back to fucking the sister of that guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. Oh, oh, right. Sarah Michelle Geller, Right. She's yes. a character. <laughs> you know, they don't they don't really give her enough screen time for her to be like a, you know, I, I, I did not give any kind of damn about Karen. Yeah. Her character at all. The only reason I gave any sort of damn about her is because it's Sarah Michelle Geller, And she's mm-hmm. like adorable and perfect in the role. Mm-hmm. And just like. You know, she seems very like sweet and innocent. Yeah. And she always has had that vibe, which has worked obviously very well for her. (laughs) Um, It's like she has a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. She works for the school she goes to. No, she she works. She goes to a school. but She goes to school and she's working at a care center. Right. It's like an in-home care sort of situation. Mm hmm. Um. I think she said something about it being like a social justice credit or something. Okay, okay, that's lines. what it was. It's like she's doing it and she's getting credit for school. It's not that it's through the school. Yeah. But yeah, and and then that's kind of it. That's mm-hmm. all. That's that, that's all there is. And there's no like, what is she like? What are her dreams? What is? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's. It's like who? Nobody cares. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's not the point of that. <laughs> the point <laughs> is the spooky ghost faces and stuff, mm-hmm. and the spooky ghost noises. I guess I got to just bring that up. What did you think about the spooky ghost noises? 
Um, so I knew about the whole clicking. The croaking, like yeah. death rattle noise. Because I, at one point in my life, I was able to make that noise like on command. Uh-huh. I haven't tried. I'm not gonna on mic because <laughs> uh, that just might blow everything up. Uh-huh. Uh, but I knew that that existed. Mm-hmm. I really like the usage of it. Mm-hmm. And then obviously there's a lot of other weird noises, <laughs> like the cat noise coming out of Toshio. Yeah, stuff like that. that. That was a little unsettling. Mm-hmm. I, I liked. Mean, I liked certain bits of it, like. Like, the way that it's set up is done really well. And I yeah. loved the fact that, like, she goes to that same house. Finally, something connects. Because mm-hmm. I noticed that. I was like, this is, from a storytelling standpoint, <laughs> the fact that it's like, okay, so there's Bill Pullman and his wife, and then he kills himself. Next scene is Yoko showing up at this house, goes up into the fucking attic, mm-hmm. sees croaky face. And gets uh, grabbed and pulled up into the attic or some shit. Yes. Then Sarah Michelle Geller and her boyfriend hanging out, and then they go walking around, yeah. and then and I was just like, "That's where, where my is- <laughs> that's where my first question came in was: <laughs> Do these stories have anything to do with each other? Yeah, I, I realized Wait. I was just like, "Yeah, this is just complete nonsense like, where, as far as where- anybody knows right now, because of how just absolutely dissimilar mm-hmm. all of them are from each other." And yeah. it was just like, what even? Like, I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like, in the end, I, I know the story, even if there's little bits that I had I had definitely, like, forgotten about or whatever. But it was like, I know the general gist of this, and I know that they're all out of order, but why do they seem so unrelated? Like, there's nothing between them. Yeah. So finally, Sarah Michelle Geller shows up at the house, and you realize, like, okay, so, well, also because she talked with uh, Ted Raimi, uh alex yes. the guy who works there who was like yoko didn't fucking show up for work today and it's like oh because she got okay so yeah. this is after that okay i finally found yeah. my place a okay. little bit we've got a timeline yeah we're slowly working there <laughs> uh and so she gets sent to the house to check out the lady and i liked that the ghost like used the cat noise to make her open the door yes and it's one of the things that uh drove me nuts during the movie in terms of like ghost powers Mm -hmm. what are the rules i don't (laughs) like it when horror movies with like super uh i guess supernatural things Mm -hmm. don't explain rules because it's like then what the fuck are we doing here how can anything ever be one yeah. Or defeated or fought against if they can just do anything whenever you want them to mm-hmm. at any point in this story. Yeah. It's kind of how they work in this movie. A little bit. So it's a bit of a bummer. But I was like, okay, so if if for some reason, despite all of the powers that they've shown, this ghost boy can only make cat noises, then that's brilliant yeah. to use your cat noise to get her to reopen the door to like let you out. But that's the issue I have is like, did they need to be let out? Can't they just get out? Can't they just like apparate through walls? Were they actually trapped? I didn't that I didn't understand that at all. And I, I was like, just because she walked like from just walking in this house, mm-hmm. she's cursed. Yeah. Based on the curse, the, yeah. the way that they explain it. So it's like, so there's no need for her to like. Go all the way upstairs and open a door and see Toshio. Mm-hmm. Like she could have just literally walked in the door and been like, you know what? This is weird. I'm going to leave. And she'd be cursed too. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. 
But then as it goes on and on, you sort of realize, like, did they even need to be let out? Is that what was happening? Like, yeah. were they truly trapped? Unless unless it was the uh, long con to, like, make her call someone. Oh, and bring more people in? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be a thing. It, it's like the ghosts just had good sense of how to set things up in a spooky way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Without it needing any sort of actual, like, rational explanation for why it was done the way that it was. Because, like, there's, like, three timelines that really come together. Yeah. And then one hysterical, tiny little fourth one that pops up towards the end that I that I, I wrote a, a note about because I thought it was just really funny considering how much flashing back they do in this fucking movie. <laughs> but essentially, the original timeline is that Peter... Bill Pullman's character yes. is getting like shitloads of letters from this woman who like was in his class, I think. Yeah. Like a student of his mm -hmm. from what it seems to be. Um, he's getting a bunch of letters from her and she's like obsessed with him. Yeah. And he goes to her house to like talk to her about it or something. I don't even really know. Yeah, I guess just confront her about yeah, it. Yeah, just be like, hey, can you stop sending letters to yeah. me every single day? Yeah. <laughs> um, and he kind of gets tricked into the house. Yeah. Because the boy, Toshio, is like hanging out the window. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing over here? And then the kid like goes back inside. Yeah. And then that causes him to just barge on in. And I was like, that doesn't seem like enough Yeah. to me to be like, I need to enter your home now. It's like, hey, look, there's a boy and mm -hmm. he's inside the house right now. It's just that his arms are like kind of hanging through the slats mm -hmm. around the window. And then the kid left back into the house he ostensibly lives in. Yeah. Like that. None of that invites you into their house. Yeah. No, not, not <laughs> was, at all. That was weird. Uh, but he goes in anyway and he discovers that the uh, husband of this woman, Kayako, discovered her journal full of love notes and shit and pictures and things mm -hmm. and in a like in a rage he fucking murdered her and their son and the cat <laughs> and then uh hanged himself in this pg-13 version yes because i realized that it's like okay i saw this movie like once in theaters probably mm -hmm. but i had i used to own and it was it was a gift. It wasn't even something I bought myself. Like, oh, I fucking love this movie so much. But I had the unrated cut of this movie. Okay. And the, I, I realized while we were watching it towards the end, I was like, oh yeah, okay. There's a tiny little tiny little thing missing here. So you know, when for some reason Sarah Michelle Gellar is back in time and watching what is happening, mm -hmm. yeah. which was another thing that was just a like another yeah. fucking thing to throw at you right at the end of the movie. Yeah. Because what we're talking about, even though it's the first timeline, happens right at the end to sort of show you like the mystery of like what had happened here. Yeah. Even though they mentioned like a billion times that it was like a murder-suicide. So you know something terrible happened here. Yeah. You just didn't see the specifics of it. And you didn't understand how Bill Pullman was involved. Yeah. But, <laughs> but when Bill Pullman opens, the, like when they hear the thumping on the wall mm -hmm. and he pushes the door open and he like sees what's in there and stumbles away. And then Karen steps in there and looks at it and is just like, oh, my God. 
and you see like kind of just like way in the foreground you see his body like swinging past the camera Mm -hmm. and then you see the shot of like his feet suspended in the air hitting the wall Mm -hmm. so you understand like oh he's he's hanged himself most likely if he killed everyone then he hanged himself or whatever yeah what the pg-13 version doesn't show you is that in that room essentially he killed his wife kiyako and she immediately turns into a demon ghost lady because he did not hang himself it's her hair coming from the ceiling that has wrapped around his neck and hanged him so it's like she killed him after she was dead like in you know being a rage ghost and i was like oh shit they didn't include that part in this one they just show it like since i'm assuming i'm assuming it's just too gruesome to see like the body Mm-hmm. hanging there so they're like okay we'll use the close-up shots that you can't really see anything yeah and we'll just move along and we'll kind of forget about the whole hair noose <laughs> dealio that's insane yeah i was like oh that's actually kind of a bummer because that was a fucking awesome visual of just like <laughs> holy shit she fucking killed his ass <laughs> um but he discovers all of this peter yes. uh bill pullman's character and essentially just fucking bolts mm-hmm. he's like oh my god this like he didn't technically have anything to do with it yeah as far as any of the story is concerned it doesn't sound like he reciprocated to her at all yeah she was just obsessed with him but then to just show up at the house and be like hey can we clear things up guys (laughs) and everyone is dead and you are now cursed yeah it's like unfortunately yeah he was then cursed i assume that's why he killed him i assume he probably like saw her face Mm -hmm. or heard her or something in the time between leaving that house and throwing himself off his balcony yeah. They just don't show any of that because it's like, yeah, who cares? Mm-hmm. So that's the first storyline. Yeah. And then, like, apparently, in several years later, did they say like three years or something? I feel like they mentioned a few times. Yeah. Like, Those murders three years ago, whatever the hell it was. Something like that. Three years or six years. I yeah. Don't know. So several years later, a family moves in, like a husband and wife. The mm-hmm. husband's mother, who is like suffering from dementia or something, mm-hmm. starting to suffer from dementia, whatever. Yeah. They move into the house and uh, uh, the ghosts don't seem to waste much time with them. <laughs> like there's not much like, oh, and then there's a spooky thing that happens mm-hmm. because it's literally like the wife doesn't like it. Clay Duvall doesn't like it. Yeah. She doesn't like being there because they're in Japan and they're American and whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's that little moment, which I thought that scene between them at the table talking about like, oh, what happens? I got so lost mm-hmm. and I feel so alone and whatever. And it's like, we'll move home if if things don't work out. Like, I'll tell them to get a new accountant and we'll just move back to the States. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, we're getting so much character out of these people. Like, they get all the character, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who wind up dead, like, practically immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Sarah Michelle Gellar, it's like, I don't know anything about her. So they, they get fucking haunted by these ghosts because they're in their house. Mm-hmm. And practically, like, immediately, it's just like the, the ghost boy knocks those noodles off the table. Mm-hmm. And then the next time you see his wife, she's, oh, or does she chase something? I'm trying to think now. Does she have a scene up the stairs? Doesn't she also go up the stairs and look for something? And then something pops out at her? Uh Oh, she was following the footprints from the Oh, right. And then, the and then she sees the cat. Mm-hmm. And then the boy's arms come out and grab the cat. Yes. And she says, who's there? 
Like, yes. who is that? And it's like, who does it matter? You know, it's not anyone that you know. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, is there any answer that could come back from them that would make you go like, oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I guess Jeez. her sister-in-law? <laughs> Maybe. Those are like tiny little pale arms. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And then she does she. But whatever. Then, some then sort she of goes ghosting. Like comatose. Yeah. Some sort of ghosting happens. Whatever. And then when the husband gets back home, she's just in bed, practically comatose. And then he also gets attacked. Mm-hmm. And then the scene is over. And then we cut back to like the future because that's the end of their storyline, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we get to Sarah Michelle Gellar's storyline now. The third thing of people like entering this house and getting cursed by dead people. <laughs> and she comes in. She, you know, sees the boy. She untapes him from the door. Mm-hmm. She calls Alex to be like, hey, shit's going on. For a second, I was like, why didn't she call the cops? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, she's in Japan. Okay, I guess it would make sense for her to call the one authority figure that she knows speaks English to, yeah. to help her out with this. <laughs> um, then she sees Kayako, the ghost lady, mm-hmm. as she comes down from the ceiling to, like, do something well, to the she, old lady. Yeah, yeah, because Karen was in the room with the old lady. Yeah. Emma. Yes. Everyone has such just a bland, <laughs> boring, like, average name yeah. for all of the white people. What was the boyfriend, Doug? I think so. Good old Doug. Yeah. I actually wrote in my notes. I was like, Doug, you moron. <laughs> Later into the movie. But she sees the fucking ghost and it just like looks at her and then uh, apparently kills the old lady. Mm-hmm. But it, it was another form of that like, what the fuck do these ghosts do or want? Why is she? Why was she just stared at? Like, why did she get both, like, a, a spookin' from the little boy mm-hmm. and then also see the lady, but neither of them killed her, and mm. she's fine for the most part and just goes home. They can only kill and, one at a time? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems silly. Or it's like, what are your plans, ghosts? I don't really get it. I don't know. I, I'm sticking with Long Con. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, But then... Someone's got to call the... <laughs> about the old lady being dead now. Yeah. But then the detectives show up. Yes. And I liked them more than I probably like most American movie detectives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the very least because of those dope gloves they're wearing. <laughs> I love that so much. It makes so much goddamn sense. I don't understand why it's not more common practice. <laughs> I mean, maybe it even is more common practice, but I don't understand why they don't ever show it in movies because I think it's great. Those like white gloves be like, yeah, we're touching fucking crime scenes. Yeah. Why wouldn't we be fucking be wearing something? Yeah. They seem classier than the like mm-hmm. rubber latex gloves or whatever that most people use. It's just like, no, oh, well, these are my fucking gloves. Like I take them home. I wash them. Yeah. They're mine. <laughs> I got them fitted. <laughs> uh, but they show up and later I don't even understand why the one detective ever came into this house ever. Because, like, wh- while you're watching it in the timeline that, like, you know of, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, so he came to this house because he was called. Mm-hmm. Lady was dead. They're searching around. They find the bodies of the previous couple mm-hmm. in the attic, mm-hmm. which apparently made that scene only, like, the way that the things came to and the, the information came to us, I was like, that was yesterday compared to... This day that Sarah Michelle Geller is in, like, I thought it was yeah. way, way in the past. Like, I thought it was like, you know, a yeah. year or something or maybe. 
you know, or half a year, a couple of months. But the way that it like turns out, it makes it seem like they get fucking murdered by ghosts Mm -hmm. stuffed into the attic, you know, for like whatever reason, like to hide them. If the ghosts can just like move people around and put their bodies in the attic, then move the phone. Yeah. (laughs) That leads the detectives to your attic. You know what I mean? Like they leave the phone in the attic so that mm-hmm. the detectives find it and then find the corpses. Yeah. And it's like the only reason the corpses are stashed up here is if you're hiding them. If you're hiding them, move the phone. Yeah. Like, I don't know I don't... what you're doing. That's what I mean by like they know how to make it set up to look like a scary movie, mm-hmm. but their plans don't actually make any sense. Yeah. But like that all happens. They find the jaw on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, who did that belong to? Like, oh, shit. You find out later. And it's sort of horrifying. Yeah. Um. But then later when he's talking to fucking Karen, that lead detective guy is like, yes, I know all about the house and those murders and my three colleagues and my good friends who investigated this house. And then they all wound up dead and they are cursed and I am cursed now. And oh, it sucks. And it's like, then why did you go in? Like once you got called to that house, like if it was just like, hey, we need to send a detective to this house. And you're sitting there like, oh, my friends died going into that house. And then you realize what house you're going to. It's like, I am sick. I need to go home. <laughs> like, find a reason I mean, to not go in the house. But the, but he's just like, all right, I guess I'll go in there and get cursed too. I guess honor. <laughs> I that's. I mean, if that's the difference between me and the, the Japanese version of me, then I'm glad for it. <laughs> that I will not just step into an evil cursed house because honor. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, someone else is gonna get cursed. Yeah, it's the American way. Yeah. No. <laughs> screw the other um, guy yeah seriously though that fucking deta- like I, I liked him a bunch like i thought he was like a good actor and he you know mm-hmm. did did his shit well um <laughs> what i did find funny i, I wrote a i wrote a, a line of dialogue for him because it didn't seem like he had enough lines of dialogue because there's that <laughs> scene where you know he's looking at the i think he's looking at the videotape okay uh, yeah, yeah. The, the the security footage and mm-hmm. those fucking eyes pop up on it and for one, I wrote there, I was like, that would be enough for me to just quit the force straight up. If it was like, oh, yeah, you're investigating something. Here's mm-hmm. to watch this videotape. And some ghost lady apparates out of the floor and then pops up in front of the camera and you see her like demon eyes staring at you. I'd be like, well, I'm done. Yep. I don't ever want to be the person who gets called to any kind of disturbance ever again. <laughs> if this is what awaits me. <laughs> Horrifying. Uh, but he, at one point he goes back to his desk and he pops it open and he starts looking at the pictures of his friends, of mm-hmm. all of his like dead cursed friends. I just wrote down, I keep a stack of pictures of my dead friends in my desk just in case I need a quick bring me down. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what it feels like, man. Like, yeah. uh, look at, uh, they're all dead. <laughs> like, it's just, it seemed odd to me. Like, what a weird thing to have. Especially just like, I mean, I guess in the days before digital camera work, mm-hmm. that in those times it would make sense to have us have physical pictures. Yeah. But just like a loose stack. Yeah, not in, in like your a de- book. <laughs> just them. in your desk. Like, uh, it's just, it was weird to me. Not even in the like envelope that they come in when you get them developed. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's, that's like the basic. Like it comes with that story. <laughs> yeah, don't just leave it loose, you <laughs> lunatic. That's how they get wrecked. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, and then it's just a case of like, and then everyone who walked in that house is cursed. Mm-hmm. So all the stories converge because 
he goes there to burn it down and Karen's boyfriend goes to that house because she just left all day mm-hmm. and never got in touch with him again. Yeah. I was like, that is so your fault, Karen. Absolutely. When he when she gets home and she checks the answering machine because he apparently called back home mm-hmm. and left a voicemail for her because they didn't have cell phones. I thought she had a cell phone. Yeah. I, I don't know. He at least had a cell phone, I guess. Yeah, but I'm like almost 1,000% positive that she had had one in a previous scene. And then it was just like, what? You just didn't have it? He didn't call it? It's not 1990. It's 2004. Yeah. Cell phones. Come on. (laughs) You're in Japan. (laughs) Come on. So, yeah, when when he leaves the message for her and he's just like, did you go to this house? Mm -hmm. I'm going to come find you. And she's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. he's going to go to the house and get cursed. And it's like, yeah, you idiot. You apparently left all of the tabs on the computer open to yeah. your murder house research. <laughs> you just left it all laying around for him to find. And then you just went fucking AWOL all day. Yeah. What do you expect? <laughs> like, that was very dumb of her. It was also dumb of him, though, to just be like, I'm just going to go into this house. Yeah. You know, like, like there's crime scene tape. And, yeah. Like just just stop. Yeah. It's like sometimes like I, I mean, personally, I always find it kind of cheap and I think they only used it like maybe once or twice. But like something someone in any like logical sense should not be doing, but they do it because the ghosts like tempt them or trick them mm-hmm. with something you know what i mean like, like her opening the tape because the boy's making cat noises yeah you know it's like that's not necessarily like she's doing something she absolutely shouldn't but it's like oh shit somebody taped a cat in this closet yeah like that sucks so her doing it is like i, I get it it makes sense but I- the idea of like hmm <laughs> murder house i saw all the fucking paperwork on the murder house also more people died here also, there were even more corpses in the attic. Mm-hmm. Also, there's police tape all around it. I'm just gonna go in anyway. Yeah, like, I, I don't. I, Seems safe. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I know at one point they used like a kid crying to get. Oh, it, that was with the detective. Mm-hmm. That I was like, do not fall for this. Oh, I was so mad. Right. Oh my god. He waltzes into the house with two big fucking jugs of gasoline, and I'm like, burn it down. That burn was- it down. Like, just do it, dude. You're you're the like most brilliant person in a horror movie ever. Yeah. Who's just like, you know what? It hasn't even really truly come for me yet, as far as anyone has seen. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna nip this one in the bud. And burn this fucking house down. Yeah. Like, yes, dude. And burn then he, it. Yeah. And then he fucking gets in there and you hear the sound of like a kid crying off in the distance and he stops and he goes to investigate. Yeah. I literally I like, wrote. Dude. <laughs> I literally wrote. I was like, no, you know, it's a trick. Burn it. Yeah. It is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's that he a trick. For it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. It was, ugh, very frustrating. Um, And then fucking Sarah Michelle Gellar shows up mm-hmm. and. And then winds up in the other other storyline. <laughs> yeah, line goes back in time and, and watches Bill Pullman and then comes back and then the, the ghost lady comes at her one last time and then she burns the house down. Yeah. Um, well, she finds her dead boyfriend. Right. It got... Okay, so... It, it did get confusing there. <laughs> it actually... Parts of it kind of reminded me of Oculus. The uh-huh. way that it was like fucking with what she oh, saw. Oh, yeah, her perception and, of yeah. what it was and everything. And I was like, okay, that I that I can appreciate because you know I I dig Oculus mm-hmm. and it's definitely a mind fuck. So 
I, you know, wasn't like turned off by some of the oddities. <laughs> right. I mean, do you mean like when she's like, oh, and she looks towards Doug and then it's Kayako instead? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. And to an extent, like her like being in the like other storyline, sort of like seeing that storyline uh-huh. that seemed like, you know, messing with her actual like visual and perception of like what's going on. Yeah, I mean that that was uh, to 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 put it lightly. That was one of the defining moments of like, what are their powers? Mm-hmm. Are the ghosts doing this? Are they showing her the past to like explain themselves? Yeah, and then um, murder her anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like there's no. I guess that's it. It's like you kind of couldn't anyway because the ring totally already did that. Where it was like, oh, we'll help her. And then it was like, no, yeah. it's not help she wants. She's evil. She's going to do, you know what I mean? So it's like, you couldn't necessarily do that again. Yeah. And have it be like, these ghosts, they need redemption. They need, you know, uh, you know, they need to, to finish the business. Yeah. And then they will finally be free. It's like, no, they're pretty much evil the whole time. Just looking to kill. Yeah. That's the whole point. <laughs> and I kind of like that. It's a little yeah. refreshing where it isn't like, oh, I need to save her. Yeah. Or something. It's like, no, they're fucking evil. They're going to murder everybody. <laughs> uh, but it did just make it seem like, okay, why show her this then? Yeah. Why not just fucking attack her? <laughs> like, she uh, clearly, uh, it, it's just confusing. Um, but I will say there were several really good scare sequences through this movie, at least in terms of like how it was built mm-hmm. and even some of the imagery still, despite not being like super duper <laughs> scary anymore. At least it's pretty, pretty fucking creepy. Were, was there any specific sequence that kind of stood out to you as like, oh, I liked that one? I don't know. There were so many were like sort of similar just based on like the fact that most of them took place in the same house. Yeah. Um, The one thing that I did write a note about that did make me jump. And it was, of course, the dumbest thing. <laughs> it wasn't even like a scare. Oh, it was when Alex, right, is the yeah, yeah, the the guy who works. Uh When Yoko, well, he didn't know it was Yoko, but when she was like walking through the building Uh past him and down the stairs, and he slipped in her blood, Mm. the squeak of his shoe (laughs) made me jump. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" (laughs) But see, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing because that just means that like the tension of the scene had built up enough that something released it. It just happened to be. The squeaking of the shoe. Like, oh, jeez, like, my goodness. God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, th- I, I like that sequence to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, other, and, other than, again, their powers. Yeah. Like, so they can rip her jaw off and she can just survive for a few days and wander around back to the place she works at. Is she alive? Is she possessed? Wait a fucking second. How yeah. in the fuck? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And then especially like right after that, it's like, so what, so what happened to him? And it's like, mm, He's we dead. don't go back to it. Yeah. We don't go back. It's just, he looked at her. It was scary. Mm-hmm. And then we just move on and you just assume he's probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of, kind of goofy. But I, I think they say something about that later. They like someone along the line, like says that Alex and Yoko are both dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause Karen goes like, <gasps> mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, well, I mean, duh. Yeah. <laughs> um I really I I was a little bit bummed out by how little the uh the stairs sequence at the end got to me mm. now. 
because that was all like anytime I would watch that movie, that was probably the part I was dreading <laughs> the most because it just it, it was affecting as fuck. Is she a contortionist? Uh, I believe if or... if if not the actress who plays her for most of it, then I think whoever does that sequence. Okay. Because just from what I was reading is that they did it like without special effects as to how she moved. Okay. So it's like maybe, it, maybe it she looked is practical. Yeah, for certain, and it's just like creepy and creaky, and you know, obviously, mm -hmm. it became a kind of trope. Yeah. In horror, everywhere <laughs> of the like moving and stuff but it's like fuck dude it's because it worked yeah it worked real well <laughs> uh and then couple that with the fucking noise and also just like there's just something unsettling about that like open mouth wide-eyed face yeah you know what i mean it's just it's just creepy to look at <laughs> but it doesn't fucking matter uh probably my favorite of the jump scares that I knew was coming and it still sort of got to me was that bus one where she's on the bus with Doug and she's like oh. middle of the sentence and she just like turns and looks at the that the out the window and there's a reflection of her face coming at her mm -hmm. and it's like oh man oh, movie like it's great because yeah. it doesn't telegraph <laughs> it at all yeah there's no like oh there's probably some spooky coming up mm -hmm. but you still feel like an asshole <laughs> for being like oh hey hey that's not you. fair yeah you um there were a couple of the spooky faces that worked on me as a kid that were a little more laughable now unfortunately oh. like uh basically like i love i loved the concept of it and that's why it bummed me out at how much i hated how it looked but at the very end you know she comes down those stairs it's pretty creepy she like crawls up to karen who then like turns and goes and opens the door and then in the doorway, her face is there and like mm -hmm. kind of comes down at her. That looked really cheesy to me and kind of <laughs> cheap and almost like a mask. I don't think so. I'm pretty certain that was an actual woman's face, but it just it it didn't work the same way it did on me as a kid. And I was yeah. just like, oh, darn it. I was waiting for that. Like, oh, and then she's going to. Oh, it looked kind of cheesy to me. Um, but then there were other ones that were really fucking good, like that first one with the lighter mm -hmm. in the attic. Where it's just like waiting in the darkness and then all of a sudden there it is. Yeah. And then also just the suspense with that scene of like she's lighting the lighter looking over here. Mm -hmm. Now she's looking over here. Like mm -hmm. when is she going to see it? Because you know she's going to oh, yeah. see there's, something. There's no way she won't. Oh. And then you kind of see it. Mm -hmm. That's what kills. Yes. That's a good one. Uh, but honestly, I think uh in a similar way to uh i know what you did last summer where it has like a definitive like oh that was actually a really good moment or a really good sequence is the sisters haunting yes or she's at work and then it's and then she hears it in the stairwell and like the lights above keep going out mm -hmm. and looking down she's crawling up yeah and it's just like oh that's crazy and then it just keeps fucking going yes and going and she gets fucking home and then her brother, call, her brother quotes, because we know he's dead at that point, mm -hmm. but her brother calls yeah. to get buzzed in, and she does, and then the doorbell rings a second later, which is excellent of just oh, like, yeah. ooh, that's unsettling. Yeah. Only thing is I wrote down, I was like, did she just buzz in the ghost? Does yeah. it need to get buzzed in? Like, can't it just show up here like considering where it shows up in a couple of minutes yeah. it seems insane that it needs anyone to buzz it in 
but that the ending of that whole sequence is so good and so perfect and it's one of those like fuck you <laughs> to the movie makers of like come on it's almost unfair to place like the ultimate scare at the end of this big long sequence under your blankets yes like that is so fucking unfair it's like <laughs> the refuge of the scared teenager watching the movie is mm -hmm. under the blankets and then you make the scare under the blankets <laughs> it's brilliant and it's diabolical and i love it like it's it's such a wonderful thing like the fact that it doesn't work on me anymore means i can now more appreciate how yes. like deliciously devilish it is <laughs> to just be like oh yeah and later tonight when you're spooked by this movie and you want to get under your blankets nope <laughs> sorry yeah my bad uh i thought that was the fucking greatest thing in the world like oh that is that's fucking good and the fact that like you you sit there and for a second you're like oh please no because like she gets into the blankets and you're like okay this could be going a lot of different ways mm -hmm. and then she pulls the rabbit's foot out from under the blankets that had gotten taken by the ghost earlier and you're like no don't you dare and then ghost in the bed so great but then immediately though sucked into the void well that's the thing. ghost powers like what some people get murdered mm -hmm. some people just get sucked off to the nether route that sounds bad some people just get pulled off into the net that also doesn't sound great <laughs> some people just get dragged under into the nether realm <laughs> And uh, and are just never seen again because they yeah. even show later that the detectives are just like, she's just not there. Yeah. And the door was locked from the inside. So I don't know. Yeah. And that's it. And it's like, well, where, where, where did she go? Does she go to like a worse place than just death? Everyone else gets to just die. But mm -hmm. she apparently, who knows, lives forever in agony in the ghost world? Nobody knows. Yeah. Ghost powers. She's in they the don't make sense. <laughs> she's, she's in the She's in the sunken place. But yeah, I mean, honestly, overall, as much as as much as it like kind of kind of gave me some fits in terms of like, man, what the fuck does any of this mean in terms of like a full on story? Like if you put that movie mm -hmm. in chronological order, mm -hmm. it's not very compelling. No, <laughs> it lives and dies by the fact that you don't know what's going on most of the time. Yeah. Until you until you, you have sort of piece it together later. Like the fun of it is the fact that it's a puzzle. It's just not, it's just that the picture at the end isn't anything special. <laughs> it's like, oh man, that was a fun puzzle. I wish it was more than just gray, but oh well. But I mean, overall, I did still sort of enjoy it for like a, a pulpy ghost house movie. Mm -hmm. Just like, it's got some spooky ghostness. Yeah. It's got some, some like decent actual scares, even if they're not quite as uh, hard hitting as they may have been in the past. Mm -hmm. and as confusing as it very well may have yes. been several times like i said i did just honestly there were certain times that i really enjoyed sitting and watching it just because of the fact that they're in japan yeah like looking around <laughs> at it like hey this looks different yeah right this is something that isn't like every other goddamn horror movie in the world <laughs> similar to like i know what you did last summer it was like just put in a fishing town and all of a sudden mm -hmm. what's old becomes new again like yeah. the ghost movie like oh, set in japan who gives a shit like oh my god you're right it's great yeah who gives a shit <laughs> But yeah, I think my my favorite little like bit when the flashbacking power of this movie is no longer enough for how hard they're going to flashback <laughs> and it cuts to how he killed his wife and 
cat and and son. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that it's like we flash back like five times in this movie. Yeah. All these timelines, we flashbacked as hard as we can flash. Mm-hmm. We don't have any more power anymore. So these last bits are just going to be black and white and kind of sketchy <laughs> and there's no dialogue really and it's just it's just there. Just take it, please. Our final flashback. <laughs> like we can't flash back anymore. Don't ask us to. Don't ask we, us what happened before this. We've backed as flash as we can. <laughs> like it's just it was it was really, really funny to me. Unfortunately, because the moment is supposed to be like horrifying. Like, oh my god, look what he did. And yeah. I was just like, oh the flashback machine. <laughs> um, but I think think that is going to wrap it up for our popcorn for dinner this week we got one more week in october mm-hmm. for scary movie month uh we still have not necessarily concretely uh decided exactly which movie we're going to do we got a lot of choices surprisingly yes uh there's a lot of movies from the 2010s that are like sort of classics that we have already seen plenty of times mm-hmm. so it's a little bit tougher but we've got a we got a couple of choices and uh we're hoping to end scary movie month 2020 on a strong note yes but hopefully uh, with something that actually scares we'll see like i said i don't uh i don't expect it but that would be that would be neat (laughs) (laughs) uh but uh, that's gonna be it for popcorn for dinner this week this is jeff and kelly uh